Welcome back, relatives, to the next part of this episode in the Healing Dojo podcast series, brought to you by the Her Wellness Institute in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Listen along with us as we free think and practice CAM, Community Activated Medicine, where the people are the medicine. Come as you are, and let's begin. part of your your being here right is to bring your gift of healthy words um and you see it as medicine yeah um and again this is you know part of cam community activated medicine bringing medicine um to our relatives being able to bring medicine to the healers right right um so you know again going back to kind of the purpose of uh of why we're here why we're doing this is to be able to bridge um healthy words with um you know the healing profession um, and and being able to uh, once again look at some of those social justice issues what's going on in the world what are are our relatives experiencing and how can we you know not all not only talk about it from a um a professional mental health perspective um regardless of our our discipline but how can we incorporate in bringing healthy words how can we see these things from um a new light right and going back to changing that frequency changing that vibration right we want to walk away from you know what the media puts out there Mm -hmm. and bring in something and bring in those words that are nutritious that we can digest fully um, and, and you know plant those those seeds and, and yeah. grow those trees right so um, so a lot of again our conversations and time being spent um, in our healing dojo room um, will just be you know interns coming in talking about um, issues that you know they want to put their voice on that they want to be heard and say hey this issue is going on you know this is how i'm seeing it from my perspective this is how can we you know view this in light of healthy words how can we yeah i mean i'm really excited to Mm -hmm. um to look at every subject and what i've been playing with mentally is um looking at every subject and hopefully that we can see it and i I know we can see it from various perspectives so Mm -hmm. opening up a window like if there's a block maybe you can see through the window you can see what's beyond the wall to share and talk about and play I, i you know and then also i think our um I think we're going to have people to interview. Right. So yep. I'm I'm, I'm yep. excited to see what their perspective is and and I'm I love speaking to um, professionals about anything that they do because they have new these like little niche nuances mm-hmm. that you can't get unless you love it or unless you spend time with it or you've had hours or days or years with something. There's these things they can tell you that you just would not know mm-hmm. without experience. So I it's one of the treasures of my life is uh, discovering the experiences of others and how they can inform my practice and improve what I do every day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I, I think um, I think our our interns are definitely going to have a good time. I think we're all going to have a good. That's when I, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. pretty excited. I'm, I'm trying to calm down right now. As right. I can, I, I feel the passion. <laughs> 
I can feel it. So it's it's all good. The excitement is good. That you know that just shows you you care about what and, and you're doing, right? I do, and I'm eager. I feel like the like I was saying before. I think the the pandemic focused for like put a, a focus for me on like oh the world needed you mm-hmm. to discover this and to apply it because people deserve to have an easy way to feel better right you know you shouldn't have to read a bunch of pages and i mean you can but ultimately we should get to a place where you don't have to read pages and pages when you can really stop and spend some quality time with yourself and use the most the a free and readily available resource like a word yeah i mean that's always the thing that 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 has a um has like impacted me so much working in the schools with kids how is it that the children are working with words all day Mm. in all their disciplines and if you ask them to tell you five positive things about themselves they can't do it so what are we what are we doing if we're not doing cam in schools right how is there not medicine happening all day long there's a, a beautiful opportunity when we have it not just an audience but an audience who have nowhere else to go mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like it's not like they can get up and leave and go back to their houses they are going to be at school mm-hmm. then we can be more conscious like to think about the fact that the, the the actual food in the school had to be looked at again and being told like hey, y'all gotta improve right y'all can't be feeding these kids this stuff this they deserve to have at least a vegetable or something right yeah. it, it's it's high time that that takes place with yeah. with their education right you know um and rufus king they have this interesting class that they teach the kids how to think mm. they have a class just completely dedicated to thinking and actually my son who is 17 told me that was one of his favorite classes he was like oh i love i love that class and i was like well explain it to me he's like oh it's a class where they teach you how to think about things like the whole objective is thinking about things from different philosophical perspectives and i was thinking well that is something that you would think you would put in an elementary school. Right. Um, you would at least have some time in elementary school once a week to be like, and now we're going to practice thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to practice from this perspective and this and this, and we're going to start philosophical. And we're going to see about this, this, and this. Let's look at these terms, these ideas and beliefs, because there is a work to thinking. Mm-hmm. It takes, it's an action. Right. It's something that must be done. Yeah. Right. You may have a thought, but to really think, think about, about it, it, it takes work. So, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I am. I'm really excited about what we are going to discuss, and um, I'm. I'm overjoyed that um, there's a potential for what we're doing here now with a podcast to touch someone's life across the world right oh yeah that's that's exciting that there may be a, a therapist or a counselor or a caretaker or simply a, a individual in a house caring for an ill parent right someone who's a caretaker and they don't have any degrees they don't have any names or titles but they are a part of the uh, the community of medicine right right and so now they know that there is a location on the planet that is sending out 
a message to encourage and inspire them to continue to go on and to care for themselves. And that's that's pretty exciting to think about as well, because they are. I mean, when we're in this pandemic now, we're locked up and, and boxed up in a way. Right. And they may have an ill person that they've been caring for before the pandemic. <laughs> and now they may have very few people who can relate right and that they can relate to but if they but if these conversations reach them then they have a community that they're, they're connected, connected to. to yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah i was just thinking the other day when i was watching i was talking about being in the audience of a show mm -hmm. but not being in we're all not in person but we're all sitting in an audience if there's i don't know thirty thousand of us watching a netflix Show. Right, we're yeah, all still in that audience, yeah, in that yeah. way, right? We're all right. still connected, and if we happen to run into each other and we say, Hey, did, did you, you see so and so? Yeah. You're like, Oh, yeah, I did see episode five when they jumped into the bushes, yeah, yeah that yeah. was amazing. It's an amazing bush, it wasn't even burning, right? So, yeah, I think there's this really um, beautiful. Um, care that is being given where we're opening Absolutely. doors yeah and we're saying hey come join come come sit in this mm -hmm. global auditorium right there's five, there's like a an auditorium of sorts being created as we do the podcast where people can join us and um and they can be connected to right. and, and really I, I think too it's going to be fascinating for how many people are going to be shocked that they just they never even heard it like they when you hear it right community activated medicine you're like that's standard, ain't that a thing? Right, right. yeah. I thought that was a thing. We didn't do that. No, that's Leah. Leah again? Okay. Leah yeah. again. All right. Yeah. Fine, Leah. Just stay off front. And I, you know, something what stuck out to me, right, based off of what you were saying, um, and, you know, based off of the whole pandemic and everybody being um, stuck inside, um, it's this ability to reach people, right? This fact that, you know, yeah, we're, we're all in the audience watching the same thing, but it's about, you know, um, really building relationships, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Being able to say, hey, like, yeah, I heard this. Did you hear this? Oh, mm -hmm. you should check this out. Um, and there's so much healing power in that, right? Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. again, going back to that community activated medicine. How can we... Um, heal through relationships yeah. how can we support one another and you know bring bring um different you know advice or services to others right um so i help out with our elder book club okay um and i've you know i'm like you know we're doing a book club how can mental health be in the book club and it's so wonderful to see that you know through storytelling right that um elders are able to just really bring up and, and grieve um, and mm. talk about things that they've been holding on to for so mm. long, right? Mm. And that's just through the art of storytelling, going back to um, those foundational pieces that are just inherently within their, in the in the native culture, right? The art of storytelling, passing things down, right? Um, so just being able to um, just, I forgot where I was going. No, oh, no, no. We were talking about that. No, no, it's good. We were talking about th them being able to share, share their right. their sorrow and their grief and some of their stories, like how the you were saying that the the power of narrative is um, kind of. I guess you the term might be extracting 
some right. of these things that they've had hidden for years right. and putting it out in front of them and then you guys get to work on healing right and then through that right okay we you know provide them with some some mental health pieces how to do some deep breathing some stretching kind mm-hmm. of get them yeah. moving um but what you what you see right is they after a while they begin to bring in bring in things that they're also doing to help with their healing right oh, okay. so today we had an elder that was like you know i was in this walking club and um i also started um swimming and also join you know so they're able to say like hey you talking about me because right. i said i'm swimming no I'm this, the this is not about you right now it's not all about right, you it's fine. okay I, thought, <laughs> I was like finally somebody know i finally earned it i'm not, an elder it's i made not about it you. you're not doing it <laughs> Um, but they're they're able to over time right you know come to a place where it's like we can this is a a, a place where I feel safe enough mm-hmm. where I can mm-hmm. talk about what's going on absolutely so it's kind of you know deconstructing and um, allowing them to to be vulnerable in that way we provide them with you know certain practices and then what you begin to see is over time right again they begin to look for it on their own right and that's really the purpose of again cam really the purpose of this podcast being able to share Mm -hmm. different healing practices if that comes up you know we may have tips or tips and tricks on you know what we can do to um better manage um living in COVID, dealing with COVID, right? We're in COVID, instead of dealing with COVID, what what type of, you know, um, tips and tricks can we provide from whatever perspective or discipline that we bring in, that being OT, that being um, mental health, social work. Um, So it's- it's, I like like too what you're saying about that Cam continues to look for ways to create safe places. Right. Right. I mean, that, that's such a huge thing to be vulnerable is uh, a courage is a courageous undertaking. And um, to find a place that is safe to be vulnerable, to actually have a place where you feel secure and that you can say or do, which is actually kind of one of my principles behind I love you, you deal with it, which is that mm. I'm going to continue on my part to create a place where love can be exchanged between the two of us, no matter what you do. Right. There are no, you know, I, I, there's, you know, thanks to my, my four kids, I have learned how to love unconditionally better. Right. I, I wouldn't say that I have mastered that. <laughs> Since there might be a condition in there or two. But ultimately, I'm more curious about why they did what they did or why they made the decision they made and what can we do for the future than I am about punishing them. I actually don't even know. I, my daughter asked me the other day, she's like, have you ever thought about punishing somebody? Right. And I was like, yeah, but then that seemed like work. Right. You figure, it's your life. You need to make some different choices. Right. I don't want, yeah. You want me to punish you because of what you did? Yeah. No. You figure it out, do better. The earth, they come in. Right. Yeah. Don't worry. The humans, they'll take care of all I miss. I promise. If you don't figure it out today, there's more than us. So I advise you to get the work. But it's that you can create a safe place. Right. And that is just beautiful. I think I I guess I had really not thought about how many even on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Right. That you all are providing safe places. Yeah. For so many people. And um, Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I guess just thinking about it now as healers, what is that? I wonder how do you create a safe place for yourself? Hmm. You know, yeah. what, is there a way to um, create a, a sense of shelter and a place for you to recharge and care for yourself? You know, I, you're going to hear me say that so many times yeah, yeah. over and over again, just because I think it's easy to forget about yourself when you're a healer and 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 you and you are aware of how much work needs to be done mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right it's it can be like you you have this sense that there is more and more like when i when i'm working with kids in one school I have this other sense that there are all these kids in all these schools that need this. If I can see that these, if, if it's a benefit here, right. then it's a benefit here, 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 and here. And so um, it's exciting that, that you all with CAM are constantly looking for strategies to create safe places for people to become vulnerable and then have that experience you were talking right. about where they can begin to share and really start connecting the dots. Like, wait a minute, I, I am making some choices. I think that's the interesting thing sometimes we don't even know we're moving so fast right. that we don't even know that we are making good choices along the way when we are often overwhelmed or, or um, challenged by some of the other negative things like you right. said covid just the, just the presence of covid alone um has of course changed so the much. way we all approach well i think one of the things is uncertainty right it, yeah. it really has made like people keep saying when keep saying that they're tired of COVID. It's more like we're tired of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Maybe we tired of the mask. Maybe the mask yeah. thing we might be tired of. I don't know. I, at this point, I don't. Yeah, it's just another. It's a. Right. It's another shirt for my face. Right. <laughs> it's like keys, wallet, mask. Right. And, and you know what? Actually, just speaking yeah. of that, I can't tell you how many times I get to the door of the grocery store and I'm like, oh. Mask, right? You're like, yeah, like, yep, okay. Let me, let me go. Watch. I knew everybody was wearing something <laughs> that I am not. I am one of those kids doing his own thing a little too much sometimes. Right? Yeah. Yes, but um, yeah, this is going to be fun because I think I think this podcast has the potential to become a safe haven in right. COVID, like a mental safe haven for an hour of time or 30 minutes. I'm not really sure how long the podcast goes right now, but right. whatever that time period is. And I think at the end we should, you know, as we move forward, you know, I think everyone should have a sense of what would you like to leave the audience with? What's the takeaway? Right. Right. So you've come up with this idea. You um, you've brought in a, a speaker or you brought in a subject and we're going to discuss it and so on and so forth. At the end, I, you know, what I would love to see is as we go along is how do we leave people better than we found them? Mm hmm. How do we give them more um, good to think about right. in their day? And yes, we have some of these intellectual things that we want to talk about. But how does that? How can we take that and turn it into words of encouragement at the end of the day? Right. Because ultimately, us talking for an hour about medicine and healing, and only discussing the problems and really providing no solutions or assistance then we are leaving we're, we're discussing what's been happening anyway right yeah and i think there's a yeah. gorgeous opportunity here with cam to bring up our vulnerability mm -hmm. our experiences and um encourage 
people to be better off than they were through whatever. So like today, we didn't really have a subject, right? Right. Today, our subject was we are podcasting and just getting started. And we're grateful for anyone who's listening or paying attention. But but going forward, we are going to have topics and and we are going to be speaking with people. And I just know that at the end, I I would love for there to be a focal point on us um, leaving people a little bit better, like at least feeling better right if that's anything else at least if you're going to take a break from all the things going on in your life or you're listening to us while you're also ironing or you're doing dishes then it'd be nice to feel uh, that sweet spot of at least a smile right (laughs) Right? let me at least let me at least get a at least the inside that that sense of a smile so so that's going to be one of my goals going Mm -hmm. forward uh, as to see how we can constantly care right how do we turn this into a safe place and medicine because hmm. that's like a, i mean an hour 30 minutes that's like a capsule of love right yeah. absolutely yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um definitely agree with that being able to give people just something they can um take with them right mm-hmm. um so with that how about we uh just give Give it. Let's let's walk through like a uh, healthy words, like sure. um, and I'll give a topic. Cool. Um, so what's what's coming up for me, right? Um, you know, right now there's been so much going on in terms of um, you know social unrest, in mm-hmm. terms of police killings, and um, you know black men being you know killed and uh, things like that. So. Um, just, you know, that's created so much, um, I'm going to speak from, you know, my own personal experience, right? Just so Mm -hmm. much anxiety, so much, um, uncertainty, of of course, on top of the pandemic that we're going through. Um, but this, this fear that, you know, was already there, Mm -hmm. but now it's, it's heightened. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'm too scared to maneuver this way, too scared to, to maneuver that way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and just really being mindful of the things that I'm doing or where I'm going. Um, and you know, not to generalize us to, to all, you know, brown and black men uh, yeah. out there, but I'm sure this is something that, you know, they've experienced, you know, pre pre this, but yeah. also, you know, now that it, it continues to happen and it's um, recorded and it's you can see it and it's yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, it just creates this this greater sense of fear and even anger, right? Of course. Um, so for me growing up, my dad always told me, you know, son, you you have two strikes already. You're black and you're a male living in America. Yeah, yeah I got the same um, speech. Right. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know speeches like that constantly pass down. No, and it, they they meant that. Right. Yep. Um so it's like how can can we as as black men how can we utilize healthy words to mm-hmm. to even fathom like you want you want me to you know greet someone and speak uh, kindness to mm-hmm. you know this racist police officer or to a, a white person or you know like how yeah. am I supposed to Speak. speak healthy words to them when I'm so enraged right now like mm-hmm. how do I mm-hmm. how do I do that so it's interesting I, you know okay first and foremost it, that is a, because it's an individual journey right it becomes a little more complex in its details right but I, I what I can tell you is that I uh, 
I think one of the things that at some point has to happen is you are granted an opportunity to be in charge of your life. You have some sense of responsibility. And you can decide if you, if you take, for example, the, the officer who's done harm or just a, a racist person or whatever that energy is, we can discern, especially since we're in a health, we're talk, we're in a health family right now, and and you all understand that that person's hurt, right? That person's troubled, they're traumatized, and they've also probably been informed poorly and ignorantly, and so they are reflecting humanity at its worst, right? The process, I think, the opportunity that you have is to decide if you want to continue to participate in the same behavior that you find yourself angry with. Mm -hmm. Do you want to continue to um, promote the same conflict and violence that you are saying is harming you? Right. And then, because some, let's be candid, some do. Right. Some yeah, are serious. So, yeah. They're like, oh, he did what? Oh, I'm going to go. And they left yeah. and it's off. Right. So mm -hmm. that's their truth. Mm -hmm. So I think it's everyone's truth. But if your truth is that you do want to you do want to work through the anger right. and the being upset and the kindness, you want to work towards the kindness, then I'm going to tell you what it is. And it's and, it, and it's a day in and day out thing. It's going to take practice. Mm. But think of it, you've got a world of opportunity. Right. Because there's a lot of racist, angry, mad folks. Right. So you're going to run into a bunch of them. And like we said about it being a dojo, the planet is a dojo for your spirit and your soul. You're, we're all visitors. Right. So while we're visiting here, we and that's the other part, everything you're upset about, you're mad about, all of that's going to end with you. And you carried that with you on your journey. For your journey of the planet, all this stuff out here, right. you carry an angry, mad frustration, which also I've learned is killing you slowly. And the other people who are, are doing the negative things, you all are in a similar vibration, a similar harmony. You want to begin to release that by focusing, and then you ask me, on a healthy word that is the twin. The diametric twin of whatever that feeling is. If you are, if okay. anger is the thing that you know you are feeling every time, right. then you really do want to focus on loving. Mm, okay. You do want to focus on kindness. So that's when you add kindness in your life if that's what you want to change. Right. Some people want to be angrier. Right. Yeah. That's their truth. And I had to learn to accept that. Mm -hmm. That just because I'm in the healthy words and the positive right. messages and healing and caring, there's it's another group of people that yeah. do not care. Mm -hmm. So if it's true that there's an African-American male or a, a white woman or an Asian right. girl or it doesn't matter who you are on the planet because race is a construct simply in America and most of the Western world. But you could be the same. You can be in India, mm -hmm. technically be Indian and be born into a caste and still have these frustrations and these feelings right. and these circumstances. And so ultimately it boils down to do you want the negativity to be what dictates your, your existence? And, is, and, and I think also, are these things showing up to grant you an opportunity to practice the positive you want. Because the one thing I'll tell you, ironically being an African-American male who do, does run around all the time, who is very hyper and joyful, and dealing with people on a regular basis who are also racist and fascinating, and yeah. cops, you know, I've been pulled over parked. Right. So I always 
smile first. Because mm. it's time to shine. Right? Oh, I can't, I can't even believe they let you choose me. Right? I'm the one you... I'm about to go joy boy on you. Right. <laughs> this is about to be the greatest time of my life. And that's really how I get them. Because now they're overwhelmed and confused and they start asking me questions like, well, are you from America? <laughs> like, where did they find a Negro like you, sir? <laughs> Do you know? Right. I have yeah. to let them know. Yes, I. I'm a, yes, this is what the USA made. <laughs> this is a US made product right here. Highest quality. Shoot. And you know, my family, the other beautiful part is I think there's also some truths, right? Which is, and I, and I think it's hard. Like I said, it's a big thing to deconstruct, but there's also some truths, which is that, you know, there are some excellent things about being an African-American right. and an African-American male. And so a little self-celebration might shift up how you feel too, right? As opposed to simply taking on the messaging and the energy that the world gives you for your identity. At some point, like I said before, you're responsible for yourself. Mm. So then you start taking, you don't, just because they think that about you mm. and just because they have bad behavior, does not mean that you shift what you feel and think about yourself or how you are going to respond to them or react to them. It's interesting if you think about it. Um, I got a 17 year old son. He's the same height as I am now. And when I when he was younger, if he was one and he ran at me, I wouldn't, you know, because the word was fear that he brought up, right? right? And if he was one running at me, I'd be like, eh, what you, what what you, you doing? doing? Yeah. Right now, when he running at me, I jump a little. You know, <laughs> I mean, he ain't quite like a bull, but you know, that's a big boy. So I kind of move, you know, like, whoa, grown right. man in the room. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Was you just, that was just soccer? You was just jumping the ball around me? I ain't know. I ain't know where we was going with this. Moving too fast. Yeah, 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 right. you too big, man. Yeah. Too big to be moving like that. But it changes you because what you're saying also is I am fearful, frustrated, and angry because I don't think I can make a change. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I can just adjust this. You, I, I'm not scared of the one-year-old. Right. But you know, the six-foot-eight guy who's 400 pounds and been working out his whole life, me and him have to talk. Right. A wrestling match is not in my favor. I'm not afraid of him, per se. Right. I mean, little. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know him like that, no. (laughs) But my point is that, you know, the the African-American males and most of the people who feel disenfranchised are frustrated because they do not sense that that this this could change and then this person in front of me is representing the lack of change. Right. They are representing the continued harsh, unfair, mean, cruel path that that I've been dealing with all this time. Hmm. And I think what ultimately shifts is you you must know that you are born to be a part of the change because you care about changing that. Mm-hmm. So you want to definitely see that person so that you can shine on them. Right. And also you will see every the more you start practicing that, you do gain ground. Right. And as you begin to gain ground, just like um, any kind of exercise, like watching a child learn to walk, mm. it's going to gradually get to the point where you're going to be like, do not run across the street because you don't master walking. Okay. Now you're just doing what you want. Yeah. <laughs> so at some point, you're going to master the joy and you will be running around the street and everybody's going to be like, could you calm down? Could you just calm down? Right. Yeah. You know, and then you build yourself a little dial switch and you do calm down for people because that's nice. People need that. They do. I discovered that. People need that. Right. Yeah. And- 
Thank you for listening and reflecting along to this episode, relatives. We hope the content and thoughts you experienced will continue to ignite the healing within. We encourage you to continue the conversation by scrolling through our other podcast episodes, as some of them may have a part two or three and a reflection. We wish you all the love and good energy as you move forward in your healing journey. It is our honor to be here with you. Be sure to check us out on our Facebook page or at www.herwellness.org. And that is spelled H-I-R wellness.org. Take care, relatives.